way to improve your career isn't by doing another course in your field or getting more work experience. Yes, that will get you progress, but only get you so far before you hit a glass ceiling. The glass ceiling that is the projection of your own inner world. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Aligned Performance Podcast, the podcast that deep dives beyond the daily hustle and explores how you can achieve your greatest potential with purpose so that you can thrive at the highest level possible and use your power to contribute to a better world. My name is Trang, your host for the show, and firstly... I need to take full ownership that this episode is coming out late. (laughs) So if you're switched on, you'll notice that this episode is a couple of days late. And the reason for that is because there is so much happening in my world right now. (laughs) Last week, I did a full one-on-one mentoring day with my own mentor And that was incredible. Like I've already had another metaphorical death and rebirth, another transformation again this year. And you will see that very soon as I make changes and announcements to how I do my coaching. So that's been really awesome. I have um, returned back to uni. So as in like the trimester has started again. Uh, last week. So I've been chipping away with the content in my master's of nutrition degree. Last week was the final week of the journey of potential. So I wrapped up the final call last night and it was so emotional. It was so beautiful because over 50 days, so much changes for this group of individuals And wrapping it all up, looking back to who they were only 50 days ago, seeing where they're at now, what they've achieved and the direction that they're headed in is just insane. And it was emotional because it's a small group. So I limit the journey of potential to six people. And we've gotten to know each other really well over the last 50 days and wrapping it all up. It's like, it's time to say goodbye and and to move forwards. (laughs) So that was huge. And then the enlightened is happening again in two weeks time. So for anyone who doesn't already know, the enlightened is my three day retreat. Um, And that's happening again. The last one happened early in February. So about six weeks ago. And that was a career highlight that was incredible again for those who came. So a lot is happening. And it's actually funny because I woke up this morning with a sore throat. And I know how colds or viruses work. By the way, don't fully know yet if it is the C word or not. But I know that it starts as a sore throat. And then in one or two days, it becomes a full-blown nasally congested fatiguing thing. So I needed to make sure that I got in this podcast episode today while I'm still feeling pretty good. So let's actually get into today's episode. Today I'm talking about the best way that you can improve your career. So this was actually inspired by a poll I put out on Instagram last week. I put out a poll, what do you think is the best way to improve your career? And it was multiple choice. So there were four options. A was to do another course in your field. B was to get more work experience. C 
was to take gap year to find yourself. And D was to do the inner work and clear limiting beliefs, shame, childhood associations and and habits and traumas. And the results are really interesting. So no doubt my followers have a bit of a bias because you're all pretty switched on and you know what my message is. You know what I believe in. So majority of people voted for D, doing the inner work. But also there were various people who voted for all the other options. And I thought this would be a really great topic to talk about because this is something that has made a huge difference in my career. And it's making massive gains for my clients in their career, but also in their relationships, in their financial situation, in their health, their nutrition, their training, all that as well. So this is going to be really necessary for you to understand if you want to achieve your potential in your career. So let's actually go through these multiple choice options and I'm going to rule them out one by one. So the first option that is relatively easy to rule out is to go on a gap year and find yourself. So that was option C. Now this, by the way, actually what I should start with is all these options, none of them are blatantly wrong. Okay. Like doing more, um, doing more courses, getting more work experience, going on a gap year and D doing the inner work. None of these options are blatantly wrong, but the question was, which is the best way to improve your career. So if you had to choose one option, which would it be? And I can tell you now it is not C. It's not going on a gap year to find yourself. This is for two reasons. Number one, if you have a problem at the moment, if you are struggling in your current job because you're not getting the results you want, you're not getting the progress that you want, you're not where you want to be at the moment, maybe you aren't completely sure what you want and whether your current career pathway is even aligned to you, right? There's a problem there. And just like any problem, it's not going to get solved by you running away and distracting yourself with other things. (laughs) That might make you feel better for a short period of time because you're literally burying the problem and you are turning away from it. But that's not going to solve the problem. So you'll come back from the gap year and the problem will still be there. And by the way, that is the exact same case with relationships. If you've got a problem, don't just take a break, come back and hope that it's all going to be better. That's not how it works. You've got to actually fix the problem and you can only fix the problem if you face it. (laughs) Now, that's the first reason why C isn't the answer. But also the second reason is because I hear so often people saying, I need to find myself. And I'm using quotation marks for anyone who's actually listening rather than watching the video. Finding yourself is an illusion. And I used to believe that you had to find yourself. But I can tell you now it's an illusion because there is nothing to find. All of you, the highest version of you, all the answers you seek already lie within you. You don't need to find it. You need to open up, listen, and connect to it. So when people try to find themselves and they look externally through external sources, they don't get the answers that they need. They get inspiration based off what other people tell them what the answer is, but they don't actually connect to their truest answer within them. 
So that's C ruled out completely. Now, A was also convincing. Do another course in your field. And I'll be the first to put my hand up to say that I am a big learner. Like I love learning through both informal sources such as books and podcasts and formal sources. Like I mentioned before, I'm still studying at uni. I have a mentor who I work with constantly, right? So I'm big on learning and I'm big on courses. But the problem with only focusing on courses is it is only half of the equation to actually achieve success in your career. You've all heard that knowledge isn't actually power. Applied knowledge is power. And at the extreme end, it's purely just information hoarding, right? Like someone who is learning too much to the point that they can't even retain that information and apply it as they learn it, that is information hoarding. And that is actually a distraction strategy. That is actually someone who could have fears, could have insecurities, could be someone who doesn't put in the work or get things started. So they continue to distract themselves by doing more courses and convince themselves, tell themselves the narrative that, yeah, I'm actually doing something productive. I'm getting progress and I'm getting closer to my ideal career path and I'm getting closer to being ready to X, Y, and Z, start a business or to to transition into private practice instead of hospitals or whatever it is that you do, right? It is actually a distraction at the extreme end from actually doing the work. But of course, I've got to mention in of itself, It's not a bad thing. I am a fan of learning, but at the extreme when it is purely being used as a strategy to actually avoid doing the work and actually progressing physically in your career, then that is a problem. So A, in this instance, isn't the best way to improve your career because that on itself as I just mentioned, will not take you anywhere. There are plenty of people who've done all the courses in the world, who've read all the books, who are first to sign up for all the free courses out there, all the free resources, ebooks, podcasts, yet they still haven't even taken action to start their career. Now, B, work experience. This is this was the second most voted option. So B and D were there like were the highest voted options. Now why isn't it B? Like why is it not work experience that will get you the best results in your career? Well here's how I see it. Work experience is one of the best things that you can do. Like it's not doing more learning, it's actually applying the knowledge, it's actually practice, it's experience, it's learning through practice, failing, failing, and improving the way that you do things the second time around. That is so, so valuable. And of course, it's going to lead to a lot of progress. Of course, it's going to be critical and necessary for you to improve and progress in you, progress in your career. However, work experience on its own will only get you so far. You will continue to improve, 
until you stop improving, until you hit a glass ceiling, which is an invisible limit on how far you can go, an invisible limit that is flexible. It can be changed and it can be moved around, but where you're at at the moment, that is where it is. And if you only work on your work experience, then that glass ceiling will not move because what is the glass ceiling? The glass ceiling is a projection of your inner world. The glass ceiling is made of all of your limiting beliefs, all the shame that you might be carrying, all of the narratives that you've told yourself or you've been told by other people of what you can and can't do, what you're capable of, what you're not capable of, what your strengths and weaknesses are, what your personality is, of all the childhood associations, impulses, habits, traumas, conditioning, programming that you've picked up and you've held onto unconsciously your whole life. So let me give you an example to demonstrate how this could work. So imagine there is a woman and she is extremely skilled, extremely knowledgeable, has the potential to be the best in her industry, has the potential to be the CEO of the tech company that she's working in now. But tech is a male-dominated industry at the moment. And if deep down she carries a belief system that women are not good enough, are not strong enough, do not have a place in leadership to lead other men, then she will never get there because she carries this belief system and she will make it a self-fulfilling prophecy. She'll take actions that will eventually hold herself back because that's how the mind works. The mind likes to be consistent. It likes to be aligned. So if she believes that women are not capable of being in positions of leadership, then she's going to create that reality because she needs to see that. She needs to create evidence and proof that women can't be in that position of leadership. So she might unconsciously in an interview or in her role, when she's up against another male colleague, she might hold back and unconsciously, without even realizing, let him shine more than her. Or if someone is in a current job and they want to start a business, they want to quit their job and they want to become an entrepreneur and start a business. But deep down inside of them, without them even realizing, they've been told as a kid that Being employed is the best position because it's secure, it's stable, you've got leave and entrepreneurship is unstable and it's even irresponsible if you have young kids because you've got to feed your family. They could have the skills and the potential to start up a huge business, but they won't. They will find excuses. They will sell themselves the narrative that they actually like the job they're in now. They actually enjoy the job they're in now. And they won't start that business because deep down, they've got that belief system that is holding them back. Or maybe someone has been bullied since they were a kid based on their appearance or um, their accent even, right? And they have been sold the narrative that they are not good enough because of how they look or how they talk. So then when they are 
um, in their career, they're going to shy away from the spotlight and they're going to hold themselves back from achieving the growth that they, they could have potentially had. And that is what I mean about this glass ceiling being made of your internal world projected into your external reality, your external results. Because like I said, you can have all the work experience, all the knowledge, all the skills that you want, but until you smash through that glass ceiling of your own internal limitations, you will still forever be short of truly discovering your potential. And that is why in the journey of potential, so much of the work that we do is that inner work, self-awareness, overcoming limiting beliefs, becoming aware of all the different other factors that play into how the mind works, how the psyche works that holds you back. Because I can give you all the tools and all the answers, but until that is addressed at the deepest level, you will not truly thrive in your career or in any other area of your life. So do all the different things, like do the work experience, um, get more knowledge under your belt, but do not neglect the inner work. And the thing is, it's not sexy. Like inner work doesn't sell because it doesn't create tangible results straight away. It's not something that seems productive or seems like it is going to work because so much of it is invisible at the start. It's, it's a mental, emotional, spiritual journey. So it's intangible at the start. And that's why people especially high achievers are more likely to brush it off and be like, nah, I'll do that another time. I'm going to keep focusing on how I can get to the next step as soon as possible. But the thing is the inner work will allow you to cover so much more ground, achieve so much more in the long term, even if it's a bit slower at the start versus Focusing on the actual work itself will cover more ground initially until it hits a wall, until that progress hits that glass ceiling and the total potential is limited. If this episode resonated with you, then I would love to hear from you. Please send me an email, trang at alignedperformance.com.au. Let me know. I always love to hear from you. And if you do have a moment, I deeply appreciate you hopping onto Apple Podcasts, leaving a review, leave a rating so that other individuals are able to find the podcast and learn from it just as you are. All right, that's it for this week. Until next episode, you keep showing up as the highest version of yourself. You keep contributing and giving back to the world around you. And I'll catch you then. Mm-hmm.